right, people, time check. Time check is 20 minutes after 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Welcome to our show today. My name is Christian Agla. All right, today I have a pastor, a friend, and a brother on the line, uh, Pastor Mandela. He's a graduate uh, from the Anakazo Bible and Ministry Training School. Uh, he has a word uh, for us today. But before we go on, hello, Pastor Mandela. Welcome to our show today. Hello, Chris. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, we are so honored to have you on. Um, let listeners get to know you a little bit. Where are you? Um, tell us a little bit about you, and uh, we'll go from there. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm Mandela Donko. Uh, I'm a Ghanaian, but currently I'm in Namibia. Oh, Namibia. Uh, Yes, by the grace of God. Okay, wow. wow. What's going on in my, Namibia? Are you there for an excursion? What's, what's, what, what are you doing in Namibia from Ghana? Oh, um, I'm actually doing ministry here since, since my wife is a, is a Namibian. So I'll be here for some time. Okay. But it's, it's me because I'm a pastor. So... Uh, yeah. So Anywhere we go, we have to do. Mm-hmm. Pardon? Oh, you are on missions? Your missions? Oh, no. My mission is in Boake, but I'm just yeah. here for a short time. Because, okay. uh, yeah. All right. And you, you mentioned your wife. What's her name? Let's acknowledge her. Well, what's her name? Oh, my name. Uh, uh, the, uh, the name of my wife is. Lahia, Lahia, Nehemiah Donko. Oh, wow. So she's wow. an Amitya. She's also a woman of God. Yeah, wow. Wow, a pastor married to a pastor. Ghana, Namibia. That's, that's awesome. All right, uh, Pastor Mandela, thank you so much for um, introdu- this introduction. You have a message for us. If you're ready, uh, listeners are also ready. So you can take over now. All right, so uh, I just I just want to thank you uh, for this privilege, and I thank you so much. I truly appreciate, it. and uh, I also welcome everybody on board. It's just going to be a short message, and I pray that uh, God will bless it with the Spirit in the name of Jesus. So Amen. let's pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray that as Your Word is coming forth, breed and brood over it in the name of Jesus. Let anybody connecting, let anybody listening be blessed in the name of Jesus. Let it not be like any other message, but add your blessings to it in the name of Jesus. We pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So I want to I, I want to acknowledge my father, Bishop Daki Mills, my father in ministry, and my spiritual father, Bishop Jake Godwell. And my father in Namibia, I have so many fathers. My father in Namibia, Prophet Frank, they have been a great blessing unto me. So uh, right now, I just want to talk about prayer. Uh, Just for some short minutes, I'm going to be speaking on prayer. And I pray that as I'm talking about prayer, the spirit of prayer will enter into us. Because... We are in a season that we need God in every aspect of our life. There are a lot of things happening 
around the world. And we need to be people who communicate and who have relationship with God to be able to break through in this season. So I just want to talk about prayer. Why do we have to pray? Why do we have to pray? One, we must pray to keep our concentration and connection with God. We, we must pray to keep our concentration and connection with God. Two, it is, a very, it, it is very easy for the enemy before you to tempt your fear pray. You see, when you don't pray, the enemy can go into your future and to make it into a way that you don't want it. Uh, so number three, the health of your prayer life determines the health of your finances, the health of your marriage and your business, the health of your prayer life. So your prayer life is going to determine the health of your finances, the health of your business, and the health of your marriage. This is the reason why you have to pray. And you are as useful to God to the degree of the fervency and the effectiveness of your, of your prayer life. If you are going to be useful to God, this time is going to be determined on the degree of your fervency and your effectiveness at the place of prayer. So there are wow. dangers. There are a lot of people. There are a lot of people who don't pray. There are dangers of prayerlessness. I just want to. I just want to give you uh, three, maybe three dangers of prayerlessness. Prayerlessness is bad. The sign of death is prayerlessness. Anytime you, you, you see somebody who is, when I, when I say the sign of death, you can be living, but you are still, you are still dead. Uh, the Bible says in Luke chapter, Luke chapter 18, verse 1, Jesus spoke a parable to the end, saying that men always ought to pray and not to faint. It means that the moment you give up in prayer, you begin to faint, you begin to die, you become a living death. That is why you see that around us, there are so many things happening because there are dead people around, prayerless people people who don't pray, people who don't speak to their maker. Because prayer is a communication between man and divinity. It's a communication between a man and, and God. So prayer is what will draw you closer to God. So if you don't pray, it's a clear sign that you are dead. So the devil advantage in anyone's life is to is traceable to the person prayer, prayerlessness. That when you see a devil in somebody's life, you can chase it in the life, in the prayer life of that person. Talking about, I'm just talking about the dangers of prayerlessness now. Uh, today's difficulty, today's difficulty, hardship and disfavor, is it can also be traceable to yesterday's prayerlessness. Uh, I hope we understand. Today's difficulty, hardship, and disfavor, it can be traced to yesterday's prayerlessness. 
because you didn't pray yesterday. That is why you are suffering today. That is why you are not being favored. That is why you are going through a lot of difficulties. That is why you are going through a lot of hardship. It's because you didn't take your place at the place of prayer. So the third one, prayerlessness is an omission the devil will always leverage upon to humiliate anyone. So the moment you take prayer out of your life, you give the devil way into your life to humiliate you. He can do anything at all with your life the moment you... So, so, so my father in the ministry, Bishop, that put it this way, that a, a, a prayerless person, your life is left to happenstance. That anything at all can just occur to you just because you don't pray. I hope you are following. I'm teaching about prayer. I spoke about why, why you must pray. And I spoke about the three dangers of prayerlessness. Now, there's power. There's a power of prayer. Prayer is a force. Prayer is a strengthener. Prayer is a projector. It means it's a force. It's a force that can move from your now and go and wait for you. Prepare your future. That even though you are not in tomorrow, prayer is able to go to your tomorrow and make things nice for you. So it is a force that moves from here to our tomorrow. Prayer is a strengthener. Prayer is able to strengthen a weak man. Prayer is able to strengthen a weak spirit. Prayer is able to strengthen a weak pastor. Prayer is able to strengthen a weak citizen. Prayer is a strengthener. Prayer is a projector. It's, prayer is able to project you to things that await you in your destiny. Prayer is able to do you good. Hallelujah. I hope you are being blessed. When you, pursue, when you pursue God through prayer, when you pursue God through prayer and get connected to him such that you have unhindered access to him, which opens easy flow of direction, instruction, and guidance, that's when you will begin to experience the supernatural possibilities. You are going to enjoy life with God if you pursue him through prayer and get connected with an unhindered access. Everything's beautiful for you when it begins to uh, distract you, begin to uh, guide you. When he begins to do in the place of prayer, he opens you to experiences, as supernatural experiences. That is why you and I, we have to pray. Anywhere that you are listening from, I am encouraging you that as a man, you have to pray. Jesus said in Luke chapter 8, earlier on verse 1, that men ought always to pray. That if you are a man or you are a woman, you as a as man, you to pray. You don't have, you don't have to have to pray. If you are not you are not a lack of, you are not a, a house or a country, and you are a man or a woman, 
it is mandatory for you to pray because he said that the moment you give up on prayer, you begin to fail. So the things that is happening in our nation, the things that are happening in our country, if there's a man to wake up, is a man to rise up and pray, there's a forceful wind in prayer that is able to organize plans and machinations of the enemy and program us and program us to a place of prosperity, a place, a place of breakthrough. A lot of things that a lot of things that is caused by evil spirit. Now it is because it is because of our prayerlessness. A lot of people are not praying. A lot of people join prayers only at church. But when you look inside when you look inside you, your personal life, your personal life, you see that concerning your personal life, there's no iota, there's no even one aroma of prayer. You don't pray. You only pray when you pray one week, you pray in a year, you don't communicate with God. It is when people arise and communicate to their maker, that is when he will come and help us. You see, God has created us but inside us, he has placed a willpower. He has given us the privilege to choose him or not. That is why a lot of people in Europe have clearly uh, declared that, that they are Satanists, they are this, they are this, they are this. They are not followers of Jesus Christ. It's because yeah. he has given us our will to choose. We have to choose. So prayer is like this. Any human being do not pray is saying that, Lord, I don't need your help. I don't need your input. I don't need your direction. I don't need your instructions. Anything I'm getting. So a lot of people are thinking that they are rich because of their might. They are rich because of their hard work. But it is God that giveth us the power to even to wear it is God that giving us the power. So anything going uh, around us, anything happening in our family, among our friends, provided we don't like them, the only way to change them is to take it to prayer. So there was a day that the God sought for man. The Bible said that, and I sought for a man who will stand in and create a hedge around them. But he was finding, he went to Canada, he went to America, he went to Ghana, he went to uh, Namibia, he was going to the world, but he find nobody. He, there was nobody to stand in. If you read Ezekiel chapter 22, verse uh, 29 to 30, 31, you will see that there was a time that God was going around the land looking for a man that would pray. That the thing, the wicked things around the world will stop. But he went around, but they were busy with their businesses. They were not praying. Yeah. They were busy to pray because they were after the things of the world. And they forgot that there's a, there's a God to call upon. The Bible said, I call upon me and I will answer. But there was nobody to call upon God. So he said in the 31, so the anger, the indignation of God came upon his people because of their own iniquity, because of their sins. And there was no man to stand in the gap, in the gap and to 
cry out for mercy. So I'm encouraging everybody connected, anybody connected, to have a relationship with God in this a prayer life. If you want to have a relationship with God, if you want God to help you in your situation, in your uh, in your family, in your business, in your relationship, uh, you need the help of God, and God will always help through the place of prayer. Now there's darkness everywhere. You all of us can confirm it is prayer that can chase all this darkness around us away. Wow. You didn't get me. I said there's darkness everywhere. Looking around the world, we have yeah. we have come to understand that the, the everything has just uh, last throughout last year a lot of people died. And even in the beginning of January, a lot of people lost their life. Darkness everywhere. The spirit of death is moving around everywhere, taking the innocent souls of men. The only thing that can chase this darkness away is prayer. The devil fears prayerful believers, and he dares prayerless believers, even if... They are staying in the same estate with God. <laughs> you didn't understand me. The devil is afraid of prayerful people. And he tests people who are prayerless. He, he don't care whether you are living in the same house with God. If you are not prayerful, he, don't, he, he, he doesn't fear you. He doesn't fear you. You can stay in the same. You can be in church. But if you are not somebody who is prayerful, the devil is not afraid of you. Afraid of you. One of the reasons why believers don't experience the power of prayer is that they are inconsistent and ignorant of the supportive system and attachment that prayer needs. You see, I'm just ending, but I want you to I want you to take note of this. Uh, prayer is having. Uh, Prayer is having supportive systems and it's having attachments that makes it work. So a, a lot of you pray. It's not that you don't pray. A lot of you pray, but you keep on praying, you keep on praying, you keep on praying, and it seems that your prayers are not being answered. I want to tell you today that prayer is having supportive systems and prayer will work only when you are consistent. A lot of people pray today, they don't pray today, tomorrow. They are not consistent. It is consistency that draws results. If you want results, results at your place of work, it is your consistency, going to work early, working hard every day, repeatedly. Those activities consistently are things that are going to draw results. Wow. So when it comes to prayer, and you pray today, you don't pray tomorrow. You pray today, it's going to take a month, it's going to take weeks, it's going to take years. God don't do business with inconsistent people. Wow. Write it down. God do not do with people, do not do business with people with inconsistent life. God do not do, because God is always looking 
at us, watching our heart, uh, taking notice of our motive. Because men look at, at the outward appearance, but anytime we come to God, He's looking inside our heart and asking, Why has He come? So your consistency makes God to know that you are, you are really in for business. So I'm far behind time, but I'm going to quickly run into uh, some of the supportive systems that makes prayer to work. That things you need to know about prayer. That things that makes prayer work. One, prayer and purity of heart. That for your prayer to work, for your prayer to be answered, you need a degree of purity, a degree of purity. Many of us are praying, but we are still praying alongside keeping sins, walking in sins and iniquities. And we are expecting God to answer somebody who is living a double life. James chapter 1, verse, I think it's 8. The Bible says that uh, uh, somebody who is not stable, I, I, let, let's read it so that I don't confuse us. Uh, the Bible says that a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. A double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. So you need purity of heart to get answers. Psalm 66, verse 1, the B part. The Bible says that if I regard iniquity in my heart, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. If I keep iniquity, if I keep sin, if I keep backbiting, if I, I keep on gossiping, if I keep on lying, God will not hear me when I pray. One of the most, uh, when one of the most, uh, one of the characters that really prayed in the Bible was King David. And anytime he come to God, he understand that it, it can be uh, 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 there can be a time that a man can hide sin in the heart. So he always come and say, "The Lord search my heart, the boldness." that boldness to ask God to search my heart. How many of us can go to God and ask him that God search my heart? Search my heart. Search my heart and see if there's any hidden sin. Cleanse me. Sin in the heart affects prayer badly. Bitterness, envy, unclean thoughts, jealousy, pride, and etc. And on and on and on and on, you can mention them. Kills the power of prayer sins in the heart kills the power kills the effectiveness of prayer the heart condition matters a lot your heart condition may be hindering what your mouth is saying your heart take note of, of this place we are ending i might not be able to finish the supportive uh, system forgive me but next time we have the opportunity to do this again we will finish it i just want you to understand the supportive system and one of them is prayer and purity and and i'm saying that maybe the things hindering your prayers is because your heart condition your heart 
your heart may be hindering what your mouth is saying. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. I love this scripture so much. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask and think. It means that inside the man is two prayer warriors. The things you are thinking in your heart is praying. And your mouth is also praying. So there is a way that the things you are thinking will fight the very things that you are speaking from your mouth. You are saying that, Lord, do this for me. The heart, of a, the heart of an unbeliever is saying that God cannot do. All this can take us away. All this thing can kill the power of prayer. We are, we are, the time is due, um, Pastor Chris. Wow. Yes. Oh yes, they are. Yes. They are. We'll continue I with this. Prayer. That we, 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 yes. We're going to May the Lord bless us. Amen. Okay. Amen. 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 Uh, Pastor Mandela. Thank you so much. Uh, Pastor, are you there? It's a blessing. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I'm. I'm. We are so touched by this uh, message, and we will definitely have you on to continue. Uh, but before you go, as we know, prayer is a communication with our Maker, with our, with our God, with our Savior. But there are so many people listening. I mean, maybe they don't have this um, relationship with the Lord. You can't. You can't. You can't have a communication with somebody if you don't relate to, right? So I'd like you to lead anybody, anybody who has still not accepted Jesus as their Lord and their Savior. I'd like you to just pray with them, lead them to Christ uh, before we bring this down. That's that's very powerful. So any anywhere you are connecting from, anywhere you are listening, maybe you just jumped into this podcast uh, to, to, to have a prayer life. Prayer life is actually... a. a to, to speak with your maker, your maker, speaking with your maker, speaking to your God. Now you cannot you cannot communicate uh, to to or with somebody you don't have a relationship with, with. Now you need to have a relationship with God, with Jesus. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever shall believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life so god sent jesus so that you and i will be saved now you have to be able to accept him before you be saved even to talk about relationship praying you need to accept him as your lord and personal savior jesus came to die for you and i jesus is still saving people how can i be saved Romans chapter 10 9 to 10 the bible says that eight you have to believe with your heart that Jesus is Lord and that he came to die for you and on the third day he resurrected and you have to confess with your mouth. I want to lead, I want to lead anybody who is here who want to say that, Pastor, I heard your word about prayer and I want to, I want to know God. I want to, I have not heard much more about Jesus. I want to know him. I, I want to give you the opportunity of coming to the cross where you will find Jesus and relate with him. So if there's somebody who wants
to pray this prayer who want to accept jesus as his, his or her lord and personal savior i want you to pray this prayer with me so anywhere you are say this after me say dear lord jesus, dear lord jesus. i come to you today as a sinner condemned to hell please yeah. forgive me have mercy on me i accept jesus as my lord and personal savior from today i want to follow jesus i want to love jesus i want to walk with jesus all the days of my life now say satan you and i is finished jesus is my lord and he is my personal savior i will love him all the days of my life if you have prayed this prayer jesus has come to your heart he will help you i'm praying for everybody who prayed this prayer father in the name of jesus i pray that you help anybody that prayed this prayer bless them walk with them help them to grow both spiritually and physically we thank you lord we adore you Jesus name I pray with thanksgiving amen 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 thank you so much pastor mandela all right people this is where time will allow us to bring today's session to an end until we come your way again another day may the lord bless you and keep you may the lord make his face shine upon you may the lord lift up his countenance and give you peace god bless you until we come your way again another day bye now and you just feel